Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 41. With me today are Paul Franzen and Nicholas Suprak. Uh, everyone, introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Franzen. I'm the editor-in-chief of Game Cola, and I'm also the writer and designer of the upcoming Xbox Live mega hit, Life in the Dorms. Figured I'd just slide a plug in there while I'm, while I'm at it. And I'm Nicholas Suprak, and I uh, contribute occasionally. Sometimes. Once in a while. I think that's what most Game Cola staff are. <laughs> I sometimes contribute something, you know. Yeah, you know, I feel like I've heard that bio a lot on the show. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Gardner, and I haven't written anything in two years. Yes. Where's, uh... That's not true, actually. He just did uh, submit a couple articles. We should get Terrence Atkins on here. That would be wonderful. That'd be awesome. She is, however, a cat. That's cool. <laughs> Can she talk? It's unclear. <laughs> she Can draw. She's a great artist. She's a phenomenal talent. Um, you, you can see her work on Game Cola. She does the art for Be Careful What You Search For. Oh, I, okay. That's the, yeah. the girl's that, name? That's, that's the one where we pick out some of the weirdest uh, search phrases that people have come across to uh, find Game Cola. And then uh, she artistically renders them in order to uh, to give back to the community, to give the fans what they really want. Do we have any uh, letters from our, our listeners? Oh, oh, do we have any viewer mail or listener yeah, mail? Yeah, listener mail. Yes. yes. Or reader mail. Well, I read the know. podcast. Do you read the podcast? <laughs> the written version's the best one. Yes. The, uh, Are you kidding? Well, actually, huh, doesn't uh, YouTube provide, like, uh That's right. Automatic... I've, never, I've never tried to do that with the podcast, but yeah, because... <laughs> We upload all, every episode of the podcast onto our YouTube page, gc.net, and uh, th- definitely there could be a way to uh, turn on uh, transcriptions yes. generated by YouTube or yes. Google or whoever does that. I've seen see what happens. I've yeah. seen how bad they can be. I believe we've even uh, published a few articles about it. <laughs> Maybe. So, listener mail. What, yes. kind, what kind of topics do our uh, listeners have for us this this month? Surprisingly, not as much listener mail as we've had in recent times, uh, but we do have, yeah, we do have, uh, let me see, I have three emails and a number of uh, comments. <coughs> hey, Game Cola, you guys sound pretty desperate for fans to email you, smiley face, so I thought I'd ask you guys a few questions. One, can one of you do a video walkthrough for The Sims 3? Have any of you played The Sims 3? I think it would be an interesting thing to talk about on the podcast. That apparently was a question. <laughs> Num- number two, what do you think the chances are of there being a Gyakuten Saiban, Ace Attorney, 5? You guys seem to think that the series kind of died, but people on Capcom's forums think that there probably will be another game. If they make this game, who do you think the protagonist will be? sure talk about Phoenix right a lot on this podcast. Not enough, I think. <laughs> Not enough. All right, so the first one, uh, can anyone do a Sims 3 walkthrough? Yes. Video walkthrough, is that what I heard? Yes. I'm going to say no. I'm going to answer for everyone and say no. Yeah, no. Yeah, Probably. thanks for that. But... I'm not sure how, like, I haven't played Sims 3, so, but wouldn't that be like, well, this day you eat, and then you use the bathroom, and then you go to work. Yeah, and I mean, the next day you eat. How about, like, I just uh, set up cameras all throughout my apartment? <laughs> And and say that's what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> oh, Game Cola reality show. 
These graphics are awesome. <laughs> Watch me edit reports for eight, eight hours. Uh, so, number two? So, oh. <laughs> or, or did we want to talk about... Oh, I mean... Should we should we discuss why? Uh, yeah, like like you said, I'm not. I just don't know if it would be entertaining enough. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think you need to, if it's anything like Sims 2, sort of a loop where you could just record the first day and then play that ten times in a row and no one would notice. Well, I mean, maybe maybe The Sims 3 has an extensive story mode that we don't know about. Possible, but but probably not. Yeah. So sorry. Number two. Uh, what do you guys think the chances are of there being an Ace Attorney five? Well. In Ace Attorney 5, but just not really in America? I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think there's a great chance of an Ace Attorney 5 uh, eventually coming out. Uh, but uh, given Capcom's opinions right now, or the, given the recent history, uh, I think the odds of it being released here aren't aren't that great at the moment. They're already not releasing uh, Miles Edgeworth 2 and uh, Phoenix Wright vs. Professor Layton, so... I wouldn't really cross my fingers for Ace Attorney 5, especially now since uh, the Phoenix Wright character has been completely ruined. <laughs> anyway. Do they have a good reason for not bringing these next couple of games to America, other than they hate us? I don't remember them giving a reason. I assume it's just because the localization is too much work and not enough profits for it. Because granted, there is a lot of work. I assume it, it's an enormous amount of work to have to translate a game that is primarily text-driven like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, it's not the same thing as trying to localize, like, a, a Mario game. <laughs> well, Yahoo could be entirely different in Japanese. We don't know. There's a point. <laughs> Speaking of Ace Attorney, uh, how likely do you think it is that Capcom will localize Gyokuten Kenji 2 and Professor Layton vs. Phoenix Wright? Hey, we already did that one. We answered this one. We are going through yeah. these really fast. Yeah, it is true. Uh, well, I'll make a counter-argument here and say extremely likely, even though they already said they won't, but... If they will. A patent. It would certainly be nice if they did. But they go on to say a lot of people are writing petitions. A petition for Gyakuten Kenji 2 to be localized is one of the top ten petitions on onlinepetitions.com. Now, I remember. What's the petition or petition? I remember petitions being around for like, you know, the last ten or fifteen years on the internet. Uh. Have yeah, you know, I started a petition when I was in high school to get a professional professional wrestling superstar Funaki a world title match, and that just went nowhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I just wonder if they've ever done anything. Like, has anyone ever gotten anything done because a petition was posted on the internet? I think could be recently weren't. I think people like over the last couple months have been making a huge deal about this uh, petition to get. Uh, it was this Wii game localized. I'm gonna say it was called The Last Story, but I really have no idea. And I remember there being thousands and thousands of people signing this and, you know, emailing and mail, actually, like, snail mailing stuff to Nintendo saying, please, for the love of God, bring this game to the U.S. <laughs> I don't think anything came from that, and I don't think people are putting nearly that much work into the Phoenix Wright petition. Uh. I, know, I, I don't want this to be the, the downer cast, but uh, <laughs> it might be a good idea to, to, to play other games <laughs> in the meantime. I will never play <laughs> another video game. <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay. I'm too lazy to look this up. How much will I save on a 3DS if I trade in my DS Lite at GameStop? Do regular DS games work on a 3DS? DS Lite? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like 50 cents? A dollar? Yeah, this is GameStop we're talking about. If you if you were trading in the DSi, you might uh, get a reasonable amount. Like two bucks? The DS Lite is, maybe five? Is, is a few models old now. 
Like, I mean, I have, I still, I'm still using my big clunky DS, and I can't imagine that I would get like enough to buy a gumball if I traded that in. Does that still fit in the pockets? I, I can't remember that one. What? The enormous DS, the like the mm-hmm. DS. Can you yeah, fit not, that? Yeah, not your... not the XL. It's probably the same size as the XL because it's rather large. Oh, uh, oh, the DS Ugly, the original one. Yeah, yeah, the the, the brick one. It was just oh. a, like a brick with a touch screen. I'm still using my uh, big clunky Game Boy, the original one. But uh, anyway, serious answer. Uh, you should you should ask GameStop really. To email their podcast. <laughs> we have no clue. We we won't price check. Uh, do any of us? None of us work at GameStop, right? Or a video game store? Any? Yeah, I have no idea. Do we know if regular DS games work on the 3DS? They do. They do. In fact, um, I I own a 3DS. Believe it or not. What? Yeah. And uh, the only game I've played on it so far is a DS game. I actually have no 3DS games whatsoever, huh? which puts me in the same pool as everyone else who owns a 3DS, probably. But uh, yes, it is absolutely backward compatible with the DS. I, I'm pretty sure it, it doesn't go as far back as Game Boy Advance, but DS, you're you're set. It even uh, has access to the whole DSi uh, downloadable store if there's anything there you would want to buy. I, I still have my sights on a game called Surviving High School, personally. What about original Game Boy? Does it support those games? Uh, n- no, but it does play a Game Gear game, which is weird. That is very strange. Huh. That's, no, that's not true. Oh, I say, like... besides Game Boy? I don't think so. I think um, there are some downloadable original Game Boy games on it already that you can buy for like five mm. bucks, probably. And uh, they're also, I believe, going to have Game Boy Advance games and maybe Game Gear games, or I'm, I might be confusing news posts with with wishful posts. <laughs> Definitely Game Boy Original, though. Uh, you can get Super Mario Land on it right now. Oh. And yes, I'm I'm trying to work the word Mario into this podcast as many times as I possibly oh, can. That's and harsh. After, uh, I believe it was episode 40, where someone sent in a letter and asked me never to pronounce it ever again. Or Chrono. That, yeah, that might be Chrono. <laughs> yes. It's Chrono Mar- Mario Trigger. I hope Chrono is added to the new Super Sm- Oh, wait, Mario's not in that. <laughs> in that. Is Mario Oh, I'm, I'm so podcast rusty. Oh, yes. Give me your next topic. This, this is too depressing. Hey, uh, number five. You guys are always complaining about Game Cola not being popular. Why don't you buy a sponsor spot on weirdthings.com? A lot of people listen to that podcast. You pay 30 bucks and Justin Robert Young advertises your site on the podcast. Here's the link. Oh. I don't know. Maybe we could do that. How much do we have in the Game Cola uh, ad account? I think at least a nickel. Well, there are two answers to that. Uh oh. Is it in less the, than a nickel? In, in, in the money, I. I I I have access to right now. There is zero dollars. <laughs> zero. Uh, however, um, in the, we do. I mean, we have been running advertisements on the site, as anyone can see. And uh, unfortunately, they they don't they don't let you cash out until you reach a certain amount, and we haven't quite hit that yet. Thanks. It's like two. But bucks. We're getting close. Oh. close. We're getting close. Yeah. We are already at, and this is after running ads uh, since last April. I'm gonna say. Yeah. We already have earned in that time a dollar and seventy-seven cents. Yes. <laughs> we can almost afford advertisement. 
we're getting there. So I, I we, you can cash out on this website after uh, ten bucks. So it should only be another four or five years or so. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's that's kind of a cool idea, actually. Uh, what, what was the what was the site? Uh, weirdthings.com. Weird things. Yes. You know. Add to my to-do list. To look into that. So thank you. Uh, uh, I don't think we've got their name yet. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, so six. Why does Michael call himself Argelfump? I think know? he answered this once on his blog. Did he? Yes. Too bad he's not here. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was actually the end of their email, or, well, their questions. Uh, and then it says, well, I can't wait for your next podcast. I'm glad to see that Michael is back. Paul's beard is awesome. Nekawa Midori des. A fan of the podcast. Hey, thank you very much. Yes. What was that he said? Uh, Neko wa Midori desu. So, the cat is green, apparently. Hey. Oh. How about that? Yeah. That was very nice of you. Thank you very much. Yes, green cats. Anyway. I'm sorry we didn't have anything uh, uplifting to say about Phoenix Wright. Sadly. <laughs> or Sims 3. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else you got for us, Jetty? Next email. Hey, guys. Uh, first off, I'm a huge fan of the Phoenix Wright videos. Surprise. Uh... It's my favorite video game series, and you can't talk about it enough. Uh, even though you do talk about it an awful lot when Michael Gray is around, which for me is a good thing. Second, I have a question. I heard there's been a price cut on the 3DS. Would you recommend buying it? I'm planning on waiting for, hopefully, the Professor Layton Phoenix Wright crossover, but I wanted to get an expert opinion. What do you think of the 3DS in general? All right, I guess that's it. Keep doing what you do, you amazing people. Thanks for brightening my days. Jessica. Smiley face. So mm-hmm. I guess I, I have to answer this one, don't I? I don't have a 3DS, so we're going yeah. to throw this one to you. Yeah. I've, I've, already, I've already outed myself. Uh, well, I would hold off. There definitely There's a price cut coming, and if uh, you buy it in the next couple of days from Target and Walmart, you can get the price cut and all the, all the cool free games. Uh, but unfortunately, you, you're you're listening to this podcast when it, it is released, so it's it's far too late for that. Yikes! I would wait. <laughs> there aren't any games for it at all. There's Ocarina of Time, uh, 3D, uh, which I I didn't go for because I already have it on N64. Uh, and I, the 3D, I and I, I I didn't really like it that much to be honest. <laughs> so I, personally, there's just not a lot on the 3DS right now worth buying, and I would I would wait till. Uh, Maybe the holidays, ask for it for Christmas, if you have uh, very generous parents, perhaps. Because uh, at least then, uh, I believe that's when Super Mario Land 3DS, or whatever they're calling it, is coming out. It's when the new Mario Kart's coming out. Uh, so they might be fun. But right now, there's nothing fun. There's no fun. Wait, you, you didn't like Ocarina of Time? Not really. Mario Mario? <laughs> uh, it's... it's I, have, I have a weird history of Zelda. I've played... Almost all of them, about halfway through, and then I got bored and stopped with all of them. Mm. But I think Except played... Link's Awakening. I think I got three-quarters of the way through Link's Awakening. It doesn't appeal to me. I see. Yeah, I actually, uh, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I remember playing, you know, Link to the Past when I was, like, six, you know? And, uh, it was good. I liked it at the time. But I've never been able to play, like, another Zelda game all the way through. Ocarina of Time was one of the few that I've completed, and I tried to go back and play like Link to the Past, but I it was it's pretty much the same thing. 
I, I think if after you play through one Zelda game, you've pretty much played through them all. Like you're sad. Yeah. I feel like we're going to lose all of our listeners on this episode. The uh, <laughs> the only Zelda game that was different was uh, Zelda 2. Yeah, the side-scroller. Link's Adventure. Yeah, I mean, I always get into the action of the games, but the puzzles I don't, I don't enjoy. Apparently, I don't know why this is, but I like my action games, and I like my puzzle games, but I don't like it when they're the same thing. Uh, you heard it here, Paul, like segregation. Yikes. <laughs> that is exactly what you just said. Yes. Keep your games out of my games, thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, I can understand that, though. Hmm. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't actually have a reason or even know why that's the case, but I, I'm just looking at the games that I enjoy, and it's either one or the other. It's never both. And if it is both, it's usually I like the action parts and get bored during the puzzle parts. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of what I liked about the uh, the Ocarina of Time and all the other games is that it integrated like the action parts and the puzzle parts pretty well, I thought. Hmm. It's also been several years since I last played a Zelda game. I think the most recent, well... Not the most recent Zelda game that I played, which would be Link's Awakening, but the most... The, the newest? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah the newest. Uh, but the last time that I did play a Zelda game, I did play uh, Zelda 2 Link's Adventure, which was notable for having a different theme music than the rest of the games. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then we've already... Do, do we have any questions uh, that we can answer them and, and not... Feel like sound like really like depressing people. Oh well, I was who hate everything. I was just gonna say uh, they also said I'm planning on waiting hopefully for Professor Layton Phoenix right? Yeah. And I was just gonna say, well, we already know the story on that one. Anyway. Yeah. And then the bigger bummer on that is that uh, the 3DS is also region locked, so you can't even import it. Yikes. Uh, it's not to be able to, to read it anyway, unless you speak Japanese. It's just getting worse. Although they haven't, they haven't bought their 3DS yet, so if they speak Japanese, they can import the 3DS and the games from Japan. Ooh. Hey, there you go. There's the, the sunshine. So um, wait till that game comes out, and in the meantime, learn Japanese. That's our advice. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, next... It's my ray of sunshine. Next email. Uh, hello, Game Cola Podcast. I've been thinking more about the Game Cola RPG, where our hero has to find the seven bearded men in order to save the world. <laughs> I think the old grandpa character should be the party's healer, with the explanation that he's old, so he has a lot of pills and medicine he has to take. I also think that in order to balance the fact that his attacks are weaker than the others, he should have a special attack which is kind of strong, but it takes two or three turns to charge. The explanation can be that he's old, so it takes him a while to get going. Also, I think on the level with Lario and Luigi... Uh, the final battle should be against the evil King Bosser, who has kidnapped Princess Peachy. <laughs> oh, wait, Bosser, that's good. But the f- first few times in the level, they call her Princess Toadstool, and they randomly switch her name to Peachy halfway through the level with no explanation whatsoever. I have a few ideas for other bearded characters, such as Santa Claus, or a famous action movie star with a five o'clock shadow. What bearded characters do you guys think should be in the RPG? Also, who should be the main hero of the RPG? Why does he want to save the world? What is he saving the world from? We need to work out these plot details. Well, has it been confirmed that he is trying to save the world and that he's not uh, a beard aficionado? I don't think... He's on a quest to just see all of the world's best beards, and that's it. Yeah. Find the seven bearded men. 
don't know. I'd have to go back and check and see what our previous emails say, but I don't have my email open to look. When did we start making an RPG? Yeah, I didn't even know this was happening. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess this is the problem with having different people on each episode, <laughs> is that nobody has any idea what's going on. We talked about it a few podcasts ago, I believe, uh, the game Cola RPG. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I was just listening to um, 30, 39 earlier today, and I think we were talking about it, or you and Michael were talking about it. I wanted to say that it had been mentioned before that as well, though. I don't remember. I think I think you guys said that it came up in the Age and Video Games podcast? Maybe. I don't remember. Being that this is podcast 41, and Age and Video Games was podcast 30, that means it was almost a year ago. Oh, wow. Crazy. Can't be expected to remember that, right? I know, right? Like a year? Like almost uh, so a year? famous people with beards who can be bosses in the game? Santa Claus? I already said Santa Claus. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Wait, you have to fight these people? Wouldn't you unite? Well, maybe, maybe you have to fight them and take their beards for your own. See, when, when I heard you guys talking about this game, I wasn't... Here's what I was picturing. I was picturing like a Majora's Mask kind of thing. Okay. Where you... Well, actually, I've never played that game, but I know there are masks. Okay. <laughs> And I was thinking, instead of masks, see, you have to find the seven deadly beards, yes. kill the people who are wearing them, and then take them for your own and put them on your face, and, and you get all kinds of beardly powers. I didn't really think it all the way through. So it's like Mega Man. Yes, yes, it, it is. Yes. <laughs> and you can swap beards uh, at will. Yes. I'm going to use Santa Claus's bearded powers. So what are some other characters with uh, beards? You go with uh, Wooly Willy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's, he doesn't necessarily have a beard. That's true. Well, this see, one. That, you get like a really creative uh, battle there. We have to like fight. You have to like shake him. <laughs> well, first you have to you have to open him up and then shake him and all the little beard pellets fall out. Yeah. You'll have to make this for the DS or the Wii. <laughs> yes. yes. Use the stylus <laughs> or the iPhone. <laughs> or Yeah, that'd work. Yeah. yeah who is our main hero? Why does he want to save the world? Uh, I'm still not convinced he's trying to save the world. Yeah. Um, yeah what, if, what if the hero was actually a bad guy? Whoa. Twist. Dun, dun, dun. What if he's trying to destroy all the beards? Whoa. Yes, and that's why he's uh, fighting all these bearded men. Yeah. You'll never steal my beard. Now, now this is starting to sound like Lord of the Rings, actually. <laughs> One beard to rule them Remember all. Remember that part where Frodo had to take everyone's beards and destroy them? <laughs> Yes. Well, there there could be a wizard character like uh, Gandalf or uh, Dumbledore. Yes. The long beard. Or oh, see. both. They're the same thing anyway. Uh, Mel Gibson. As Dumbledore? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Oh, that one pitcher for the Giants. What's his name? Brian Wilson? No, no. Oh, wait, he, he famously has a beard. That's right. Yeah, he has an enormous, giant, frightening... I've seen people on Facebook talk about that. <laughs> ZZ Top. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Man, yeah. you're good at this. You should be a game developer. <laughs> or a beard museum curator. <laughs> <laughs> the museum of beards. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. Yes. He's collecting... He's trying to collect all the world's best beards so we can put them on the, in the like the world's creepiest museum. <laughs> like With an his Indian trusty Indian. razor. <laughs> yes. Just his weapon. This belongs in a museum. Uh... So yes, we're working on the game Cola RPG. No, we're not. Don't don't yeah. tell people that. Yes, we are. <laughs> Paul's working on it. Yes, aren't you, Paul? Paul's not working on it. Yeah, Paul's working on it. 
It's two to one, Paul. You're working on it. <laughs> you just voted. Actually, um, every time I trim my beard, I save the shavings of it, and everyone who pre-orders a copy will get one. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. And sales just plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, sadly we are out of emails. Already? I know. Uh, but we do still have some comments. Uh, let's see. I love the Game Cola podcasts. My favorite, which is unfortunately not on here, is 14 through 15, Drama Queens. Although I do like Michael Gray. Love those episodes. You guys are all so amazing, and I really appreciate you making all this stuff. Questions. Which Phoenix Wright games (laughs) are your favorite? No, no, no. I I don't want to talk about Phoenix Wright anymore. You don't? I don't. What is this? The third game is so We can't do it anymore. I love the games, but we we can't just talk about Phoenix Wright all the time. We can't? No. There are other video games. (laughs) There are other games. So let's do this. The best of the series. Yes, Paul's favorite is the third game. My favorite they're 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 all the they're all the same. I love them all. I mean no seriously I I I don't think of them as individual games. There's there's the original trilogy, their one game, and then there's the crappy game, the game that shall not be named, and then there's Ace Attorney Investigations, which is all right, but the trilogy is the best game. But see, in the first one, you don't have the Mangatama, which is why it's clearly not the best of the three. Oh. So second the second week is sort of cases, making... Oh. It's, it's like the Back to the Future trilogy. You you can't just like the first one or you the third. You you like the the whole thing as a whole. I only like Back to the Future three. <laughs> Who's Doc Brown again? Damn it! <laughs> it's like how? Anyway, uh, and I have a DS and I'm looking for new games to play. Any suggestions? Um, Haven't heard that question before. I I actually I have a list. I'm prepared. Really. Yes, I have, in fact, I have two lists. You ready for this? No. Yes. If you like oh. Phoenix Wright, you should also check out 999. Oh, Ooh, you were supposed to what? talk about that on the last podcast, but you weren't there. I was? What about it? Uh, it's awesome. It's, I, it, it, I didn't there's actually it less gameplay in that than Phoenix Wright, if you can imagine. Uh, it's very much just like a visual novel kind of game, but uh, the story's really good, and there's lots of branching paths, and uh, I got one of the bad endings uh-huh. and died. It was kind of cool. Very Did you get the Indians in that game? Did what? Did you get all of the Indians in 999? All of the Indians? All of the endings. I didn't get any of the Indians. Uh, all of the endings. endings. No, I, 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 I stopped with the with the first ending, because I just didn't feel like playing through it all again right away. But I believe there is a way to skip through dialogue you've read already, but I, yeah, I just, I just thing, didn't feel like, like it. I don't really skip through it as much as you fast forward through it. Right. Oh, so you, you have played it before. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and so that I, I was actually going to discuss this with you, but if you haven't, okay. I don't want to ruin anything. If you haven't, no, I, I actually I do intend to at some point, but um, I just haven't yet. Okay, a, a later one we will. But my sure, opinion, I, there was, it, I just it, got an ending uh, where I believe uh, I might have been stabbed. Yes, the, yeah, that's yes. That's <laughs> you, yeah, happens. But yeah, but, would yeah. do you agree then that that's a game that uh, people who like Phoenix Wright should check out? Mm. Oh, I, I would. Have you played a Ghost Trick? Uh, that's on my list. <laughs> I think that's a better match. 999, I didn't like that as much. It's, yeah, I mean, it's certainly not as uh, as light, light-hearted as Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. And different style puzzles. 
Yeah, the puzzles were pretty bad. You didn't like them? Oh. Not, no, not so much. Oh, I enjoyed them, but that was mostly because I was able to figure most of them out, and I'm, I always feel so good when I'm able to do that. <laughs> yeah, games. That's my problem is that they were all too easy. Like, yes. <laughs> most like adventure games, like you, like one of the characters would always be like, "Should use the water bottle to do this," and then I'm like, "Well, what's the point of having this now?" <laughs> uh, for me, it was it was definitely the right amount of challenge where I felt like I was I was struggling to figure it out, but then I did. It's it's the games where it takes me more than five minutes to figure out the puzzles that I don't get into. Oh, I, I like those better because I feel like I'm actually accomplishing something. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah, I I, I think I would suggest that, uh, and I I would also add Ghost Trick. Absolutely. I mean, it's made by the same people who made Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Ghost Trick's good. Or and in a later podcast, we can have a throwdown over nine nine nine. You've completed. Yeah, Michael Gray, and I believe he he did play it as well. Uh, other DS games I would suggest. Uh, Jake Hunter Detective Story, which uh, could basically be called Jake Hunter Ace Detective. <laughs> um, again, though, it's it's a little there's a little less gameplay in it, uh, a little more visual novelty, uh, but I didn't think that detracted from it for me personally, uh, and I and I enjoyed the characters almost as much as I like the characters in Phoenix Wright. Very disappointed that um, this is like a long running series in Japan. They've been making these games since the 80s, uh, but this is the first one and also the only one to come out in the U.S. Uh, because it didn't sell well. Um, but I enjoyed it. Uh, also, Time Hollow. It's Phoenix Wright, but with time travel. And a pen, a magical pen. Magical pencil? <laughs> if only. <laughs> no, you, you you use the pen to, to create uh, holes that you can poke your head through and, and look at something in the past. Wink. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah. What? Any anyone else uh, have anything they want to add to this? I've I've been monopolizing the DS conversation. I know. That's good. A nice one if you if you like Phoenix Wright. It's another similar sort of one where it's heavily story based and there, but there's a decent amount of puzzles. It's got a very film noir feel to it. What is it? What is it? Oh, Hotel Dusk. Yeah. Okay. It's it's sort of, it's like Phoenix Wright. It's very story based. Decent amount of puzzles. Now, see, I'm I'm kind of the the reverse here. It's uh, kind of like a reverse nine nine nine. That's that's a game where I I played it for like a couple hours, and uh, it was mostly just me wandering around a hotel, knocking on doors, and not knowing what to do. <laughs> it does have this like one of the problems with it is is sometimes in the, a conversation, if you pick the wrong and it's automatically a game over. <laughs> you don't save it frequently. Saying the wrong thing to someone, and it, your game's done. You have to start over from the last save point. But I, I thought the story was good enough that I was I, I was willing to yeah. forgive. No, you're you're not you're not the first person I've heard say that. I'm I'm pretty sure it was it was me, not the game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a good game, and I just couldn't get into it. Um, they're, they're the same people who made uh, Trace Memory, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, so. I think we just reviewed that pretty recently. Another another. Uh, if you like Hotel Dusk, you'll like Trace Memory probably. I didn't like that one as much. Oh, oh never mind. <laughs> I mean, you probably will. It's basically the same sort of thing. I'll stick with my easy adventure games. <laughs> Push A to solve puzzle. I like those. Reminds me of a uh, game that I made back in my uh, Visual Basic class. Back my first class in uh, college, I made a game that said, click here. And when you clicked, it said, congratulations, you won. Oh, see, now you should have made a sequel where you click there and then you lose the game. You have to actually click somewhere else. No! <laughs> 
And it's only one pixel you can click on. <laughs> Every yes. time you click on the incorrect any incorrect pixel, you lose. Yes. That sounds like something that would be on the Xbox Live Indie Games channel, actually. It probably, it probably already is. is. Yes. And if it's not, it, uh, it will be. By the time you hear this podcasting, I'm going to make it. Yes. But, uh... Yes, that email was from I is amazing. Or, I thought not, it was Lisa amazing. No, it, it's an I. Is it an I really? Maybe that's what it's supposed to be though. Maybe because it's a capital I, so maybe it's supposed to look like Lisa amazing. But well, that one. Um, the reason I I am familiar with this it's from the iTunes page. Um, we had I or Lisa. Um, who knows? Uh, she she rated us and reviewed us and gave us a really nice uh review on uh, on our iTunes page. Well, thank you. Uh, okay, next comment. Could I be a special guest? I could join you guys on Skype, but is it possible to join a group chat with no credit? If not, I'm all for the phone call. If you're okay with that, just ask for my number and I'll PM you. And if I do come on the next podcast, I can actually answer the difference between LPing and walkthroughs uh, question and explain the difference a bit better as I'm a Let's Player myself, one who doesn't cuss, surprisingly. Sex Dude Malloy, S26. We were uh, talking about this a little bit in the pre-show, and I think there's a way we could make guests work. And here's what I was thinking. Um, it seems fairly frequently we, we uh, have a topic sent in by a listener that none of us have any clue what they're talking about, and we don't know anything. Uh, I believe it happened uh, on almost all of the ones in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> So what I'm thinking is we could pick um, one topic per episode that we have no idea what's going on and then pick someone at random and call them and demand that they tell us about this topic. I think that could be entertaining. At yes. least it would entertain me. We just have to hope that, like, we're not calling them where it's, like, 3 a.m. local time. Or... That is an excellent point. <laughs> but, uh... Talk to us about video games. Well, maybe... Like in the middle of class. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that'd be awesome. Uh, one time back in high school, uh, uh, we had a, a phone, a cell phone go off, and the teacher took it and answered it. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I would be so happy if that, that happened on, on our show. No, I'm sorry, Game Cola podcast. Timmy can't, uh, he's taking a test right now. <laughs> but, uh, All right, so maybe not that specifically, but I, I, I think if we, if we put our noodles together, we can, we can make this work. I think uh, we would probably, like, email the potential call people uh, before the right. podcast was recorded and alert them that, yes, you may receive a phone call between the hours of, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, so... And if they email us back and say, uh, I will actually be sleeping at that time, then we know to take them off the list. Yes, we know specifically to call them. <laughs> I, I mean, take them off the list. So... Yeah, maybe. Uh, should we should we put that out there? Should we ask people uh, if they want to be involved in this to uh, to get in touch? Yeah, uh, email us at podcast at gamecola dot net uh, and let us know your Skype username and or a phone number, and we will be in contact. I think that's a great idea. So do I. As do I. Yes, it's a great idea. High five! Yay! Woo! Uh, okay. my microphone. I don't know if you I, can hear. I heard. Okay. I did hear. Yes. Uh, next comment. Yay, new podcast. I commented on iTunes, 
Lisa Amazing. Okay, so it does say Lisa in this one. Okay. <laughs> Although so it's it's totes Lisa Lisa Amazing. Yes, apparently. Okay. Uh, you might want to check your iTunes account. <laughs> yes. Possibility uh, of a typo. Well, yes. Well, you, the difference between a capital I and a lowercase L on the computer. The font that I have in Notepad where I copied and pasted this information. Huh? Uh, Does it have like the little bag- serifs? It has serifs. Yes. Thank you. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I believe it's time. Oh no, it's not Times New Roman. It has to be a courier. Oh, no, no, it's Lucida Console, sorry. You know, I copied something into Notepad the other day, and the font was inconsistent in Notepad. Are you, what? The, yeah, like, no, what? I'm not on Notepad. Like, the first part of the sentence was in a tiny font the, that should never, ever possibly exist in Notepad, and the rest of it was normal Notepad. Are you using, like, Windows 7 or something? I am using Windows 7. Did, did they screw with Notepad? They must have. <sighs> I know. Yeah, actually, it was it was when I was uh, preparing the uh, the comments that I had come across. Man, what are they doing? Nuts. I had to paste it into Word, where inexplicably, <laughs> the font was completely consistent. Weird. And then paste it back into Notepad. So. Weird. Notepad has never failed me like that before. Yes, it's very strange. I mean, that's the yeah. point of Notepad. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I I frequently use it just for that purpose to to yeah to remove formatting, font discrepancies, and reset formats and such. Yeah, and read what Wingdings says. <laughs> uh, okay, next comment. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, comment- oh, 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 we didn't oh. we didn't get to her. Nope. What? We got sidetracked. Um, yeah, I was too confused by the font. <laughs> yes. uh, well, she she went on to say that she didn't know how to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Um, yes. That was why I included it in here. I wanted to make sure uh, everyone knows. Uh, you go on to iTunes. You click on the iTunes Store. And then from there, you search for the Game Cola podcast. And on that screen, there will be a button for subscribing to it. And from that screen also, for those of you who don't know how to rate and review, uh, it's right there. So everything's right there. If you look at the podcast in your personal podcast feed, there will not be a way to rate and review it from there. You have to specifically do it in iTunes. Or possibly on the iTunes website. How many subscribers do we have? Just three. Including I actually don't know. No, more than three. We, we have 11 five-star ratings right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. As of this morning, uh, in fact, one of the new reviews just went up today. I don't check it every half hour. What? <laughs> Who said that? No, you're refreshing it right now. <laughs> actually, it's been a while. Hold on. Oh, nothing new. No? No. No. Sadly. Oh, it looks like I'm not. I don't think you can uh, rate and review on the website on i on uh, iTunes.apple.com. You can, however, there's a button on there to click View in iTunes, and then it'll open it up in iTunes where you can do all that fun stuff. Oh. Anyway, that's how you do it. Now everyone knows. Hooray! And now never you have no excuse. Ha! Huh. So, like I said, it's at 11 ratings right now. It better not still be at 11 ratings next time I'm in the show. That's all I'm saying. Yes. It sounds like a threat. <laughs> threat. Hey, we ready for more uh, comments? Sure. Is there anything left? Yeah, there's a couple. Okay, go for it. Although I started watching with the Mike and Jetty show the other day, just to hear Michael Gray, I'm now a full-time follower, smiley face. Hey. I hope more of the older podcasts will be uploaded eventually. I've never been huge into anime video games, 
but that is slowly changing, and I'm currently searching up Phoenix Wright to find out more about it. Smiley face. Keep up the good work, and definitely keep the intro and exit theme music. Very smiley face. God bless. Yeah. Ivy Hobbit. Meteo did an excellent job with our music. Yes. I don't know if we've uh, mentioned it recently, but it was Meteo. He's a game caller writer. You can also, uh, if you Google, what is it, Meteo Xavier slash 12 followers or 12 followers slash Meteo Xavier, you can find a lot more stuff that he's done. I believe he even has a uh, full album that he's released. Yeah, he has some pretty good stuff. Yeah. So if, if you like our theme song, you can find more stuff like it. Yeah. Go look for it. Uh, also, they said something about um, they want more of our older podcasts to be on iTunes. I wish I had any idea how to do that. <laughs> I've tried. Um, the problem is, uh, I believe iTunes only has the podcasts that have been uh, published since we switched over to our new uh, WordPress website from the old monthly magazine website. And I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> uh, if you, if there are any episodes you haven't listened to yet and you're uh, really hoping to hear some more, you can go to GameCola.net, check our podcasts page. All of them are on there. Yes. Just not on iTunes. Sadly. I need to stop plugging things. I've been plugging things too much this episode. Eh, it happens. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oops. Sorry, Michael. My mistake. I feel really bad now. Please forgive me. Sad face. Also, girls are indeed magical. Smiley face. Uh, I, I think he's talking about uh, mistakenly uh, attributing the Final Fantasy VII remake comments to Michael in the last episode. Oh, in, yeah, that's in right. In episode 39, I mean. Yeah, so that, that was me. Right. I'm the one who said that they should and will absolutely at some point remake Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> there is no question in my mind that this is going to happen, and that's why every year at E3 I'm going to keep predicting it until it happens. I was right yeah. with Kid Icarus, damn it. <laughs> it's going to happen. There's no way they, especially now when they're just making crap game after crap game, there's no way they can turn around the ter, turn away the piles and piles of money they would get by making this game. Exactly. As long as they don't let whoever names the games right now add a subtitle, I'm happy. Yes, something impronounced. I don't want it to be Final Fantasy VII, Echoes of a Better Tomorrow over 12. (laughs) (laughs) Divided by 12. Yes, I do not want that. Also, no clever acronyms that somehow relate to the system, like with uh, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, the three three Ds there. I don't want to see Final Fantasy VII... uh, Perfect Symphony 7. No, wait, 3. This is too much work. 4? By that time? Uh, Anyway. This is hard, man. That naming guy must spend a a lot of time coming up with awful names. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say he gets paid a lot. Yeah, that's a job all day. (laughs) Yes. Either that or a random word generator gets paid a lot. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, yeah, that was me. Uh, Michael forgives you, I'm sure. Also, to Michael, the impossible boss at the end of disc 2, dot, 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 probably not Final Fantasy VII. There are no plant bosses I'm aware of. When I, when I was listening to that, the only the thing that popped into my mind was the final boss of Chrono Cross, um, yeah. where without too many spoilers, I hope, you fight a boss, right? Whoa! You follow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there is a, a character who sits on top of the boss, and you have to make sure not to, to damage them. Um, but I, but totally there, I don't remember anything about plants, so that might not be it. Also, spoiled. saying at the end of Disc 2 made me automatically think of uh, Dragon Warrior 7, where there's that awful, awful boss near the end of one of the discs that uh, can just put all of your party members to sleep like every turn. 
Uh, was, that was not fun. Like, the, the way I was, had to beat that boss was just, like, spending hours and hours power leveling until I was so powerful that I could, like, kill it in a few hits. Boy, that was, that was entertaining. That's basically every Dragon Warrior game. Yeah. That's why I don't play RPGs anymore. <laughs> yes, uh, the whole Monsters That Put You to Sleep is a classic. Ugh, ugh. It could probably heal itself, too. I think it might have been able to heal itself. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's paired with a monster that can heal. Yeah, that might have been it. It was something about clouds. Some creature with a bunch of little cloud demons running around or floating around, I guess. Probably. Uh, this is the yes, point where was... we could call someone and ask them if they knew. We could call Sax Dude Molloy, because he was the one who he we were was. talking. We don't yeah, he was... have his contact info, though. Yeah, sadly. I bet you it's Sax Dude Molloy. <laughs> At phonenumber.com. <laughs> right? But, uh... Yes, that was it for the uh, comments. So, do they still make video games? <laughs> the most recent one I've played is Back to the Future. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be Ghost Trick and Back to the Future in the polls, isn't it? That game called anyway. I remember the Back to the Future video game. You had to get like hamburgers and stuff. Oh. This was definitely the best Back to the Future video game, if we're going by that standard. Absolutely. Stand. And they can put it in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they? It's even better than that uh, Super Famicom one where, where poop falls on you. <laughs> what? Oh, we've talked about this before, right? Surprising. I, I did like a Let's Play style thing of uh, Super Back to the Future Part 2 for the uh, Game Call YouTube channel, and there's one level that... I, the only explanation I can come up with it, it's somehow representative of Biff hitting the manure truck or something. <laughs> but there's one level where I swear to God, poop is just raining down from the heavens. And Marty <laughs> on his skateboard, like, jumps on top of the poop and uses the poop as platforms. <laughs> this happened. This is a thing. It wasn't released in the U.S. for some reason. Huh. Oddly. And also Doc Brown looked like a hideous goblin. You mean that he's not? <laughs> oh. Coming back to the future, as we live in the future now, by the way. Uh, Actually, we're kind of in the past. Are we? Well, we're, yeah, when, we're recording this podcast a little while before it's going to get released. Oh, yeah, that's true. We are podcasting in the past. But there's hoverboards when this episode comes out. Dude, they'll be awesome. Comment if there are hoverboards, please. Yeah, and then we'll read it on the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, at work, I have a tendency to listen to uh, video game music, as I believe I've podcasted before. Uh, and recently, I was listening to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. And I was like, man, this video game had some awesome music. I will take I, your word for it. I don't remember noticing the music in uh, Ninja Turtles 2. I heard music from, from Tim and T to the video game. Well, that's the thing, is like, I remember enjoying the video game as a kid. I remember never getting past, like, the second or third level. I remember uh, using the you Gotta have code. so many quarters to do that. Well, I played it on I played it on the NES. Okay. You have to have so many game genies to do that. <laughs> well, there there is a, uh, a stage select uh, secret code. Okay. Like, it's like B-A-B-A, left, left, right, right, uh, B-A, up, down, I don't know. Uh, it's not the Konami code, but it lets you stage select, and you also get nine lives instead of three. Or I guess it's ten, but yeah, you get ten nice. instead of three. Uh, and I still end up dying too much. 
But going back and playing the game again as an adult, I can much more appreciate the music. And I was like, wow, like it's actually pretty rockin'. I would never suspected it. Yeah, sadly you I remember guys... uh, Turtles in Time had a pretty spiffy soundtrack. Did it? I remember that being a bad game. What? What are you talking about? Uh-oh. Turtles are in you, Time? Are you are you talking about the first one? The <laughs> two? No, I mean the first Turtles game for the NES. No, I'm talking about Turtles oh. in Time. Oh. Oh, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Granted that I haven't played Turtles in Time since it came out. But I remember not liking it. I played it a lot when it came out, and then I played it a lot again much after it came out. Uh, well, may- maybe I can give it another chance. Well, um, the co-op is essential. I-, I don't. I don't think I played it that much by myself. I always played it with a friend, and I think that's. I mean, it's a classic uh, 2D uh, brawling game. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Paul. Hmm? Obviously, you're lying. <laughs> you played I had this... friends once. Okay. Not just to admit it. I would be. <laughs> it was. It was before. It was before I entered the real world. Yes. Don't ever leave college. You won't have friends again ever. <laughs> yes. uh, I had friends once. Am I the only one who doesn't really pay attention to video game music? Yes. Oh, okay. I've just noticed a lot of people seem to talk about like their favorite video game sound tracks and i'm like eh. to me it's just sort of background noise i feel like i like, don't notice it a lot like i'll notice it in a game like chrono trigger for example or secret of mana but i don't like as a default notice the music yeah i guess it depends on the game yeah and i also have a tendency to sit at work and listen to video game soundtracks so that could be i think it kind of depends on what they're trying to do with the music like because i think with a game like chrono trigger the soundtrack is very much trying to draw attention to itself and how good it is. Whereas yeah. with a lot of other games, the purpose of the music is to just facilitate the playing of the game and, and make the experience more what it's supposed to be without necessarily yeah. being its own thing. Yeah. And I think I have a tendency to not pay attention to that sort of music, and which I think is what they're going for. But I, I could be completely wrong. I don't really know anything about video game music. I very much enjoyed the TMNT2 soundtrack, however. Yeah, I should put that on my to-do list after checking out weirdthings.com. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of uh, hesitant to go to that website. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you uh, uncertain of what sort of things you will see? Yeah. It might be it weird. Might... Yes. <laughs> they can't be weirder than some of the stuff we've published on our own website. Well, With Exhibit seems... A being Water Closet. <laughs> yes. Which, if you were uh, under 18, you should not be looking at our website and figuring out what we're talking about. You should definitely, if you're under 18. All the cool kids are doing it. By continuing to listen to this podcast, you are uh, signing a binding agreement that says you're <laughs> that if you're under 18. Yes. That, that's, how, that's how binding agreements work, right? I still remember uh, when I was like 12... Going on the internet, it's like 1998, and you know forums and stuff. I'll say like, you must be at least 13 years of age in order to you know sign up for this. I was like, oh man, I'm signing up anyway. Oh, you tricked them. Yes, I'm doing illegal things. See, I didn't because I was too dumb to realize that they'd have no way of figuring out if I lied about my age. You know those age gates where you have to uh, tell them what your birthday is. Before yeah. you can do something, I don't think I've ever once in my entire life put my actual birthday on there. 
I, I just inevitably just put in what I can click the fastest. Like, yes, I was born January 1st, 1935. Yep. <laughs> I'm dead. Yes. I'm going to feel really bad if someone who was born around that time is listening now. January 1st, 1901. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, every now and then I'll do that wrong and won't pay enough attention. We'll click like 2006 or something like that, and I won't be able to yeah. get in. Yeah. Crap. Well, like, hey, uh, I did, like, Leisure Suit Larry, apparently. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine was trying to, like, you know, they quiz you in order to, like, estimate your age. But it's all stuff about, like, when Ronald Reagan was president, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like, what? Ronald Reagan. <laughs> like, what a hilarious idea for age protection. I mean, That's it's awesome. brilliant, but at the same time, like, most yeah. of my friends weren't able to complete that, even though they were, you know, over 18. And that's that's a sort of thing that would never work now. It's like like uh, having uh, code wheels as your copyright protection. That sort of stuff is just lost now because of the stupid internet. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, when you would install a game on the computer and it would be like, look at page number you know thirty five in the manual. What what is yes. the you know, seventh word in the second paragraph? Yeah, I mean now people can just put all that stuff online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this is why they don't do that anymore. I think it was. I can't even remember. It was some game where, in the manual, it was a recent game, it was for the 360. Um, in the manual, it gave you a number for a tip line that you could call, and there was like a permanent fee. And I thought that was hilariously archaic. Like, yeah. People game facts, like calling this number. <laughs> How many t- old tip lines do you think are still functioning? Like, what would happen? Oh, I hope the Monkey Island like one if, is. You call, like, the LucasArts hint line that yes. they used to have. <laughs> I'm stuck in Monkey Island too. <laughs> why did why does my monkey look like a wrench? What am I? What is? What are you doing to me? Oh, that was the puzzle of all time. <laughs> I was stuck on that puzzle for I think like maybe three weeks. It's another thing I've lost thanks to the internet: being stuck on puzzles. Yeah, yeah. they never have. Yeah. I have I have the my my, my five minute rule: <laughs> either I quit or I look it up. Yeah. No patience whatsoever. And there's so many times where I'm like, oh man, I'm like at the end of the game and I can't beat this boss. Uh, just look it up on YouTube, watch the ending. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, think we, I think we talked about that before. Yeah. That was how I beat Enchanted Arms. <laughs> 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 Greatest game of this console generation, right, Nicola? Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> oh. Don't they make a sequel? Enchanted Legs, perhaps? No, there will be no sequel. <laughs> Just keep going through all the body parts. Uh-oh. Enchanted Head. Enchanted, Enchanted Sling. No. I cannot. I still cannot get over the fact. And I, I'm going to keep mentioning this every time we talk about this game. I cannot get over the fact that they are talking about actual arms. <laughs> and not, like, swords and spears and crap. They, they mean arms, like the one on your body. Yes. I can't get over that flat twist. That's what I can't get over. <laughs> but uh, is it about time for us to wrap up this here podcast? I guess. Sure. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Uh, wait, weren't we supposed wait, that was, to... That was way too an abrupt an ending. We can do better than that. Uh, email us at podcast at net. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, just search for GameCola and check us out on Twitter. Also Game Cola. And subscribe on iTunes and rate us highly and post comments. And also visit our actual internet website, GameCola.net. We have one of those? Yeah, and I don't think any of these people are actually going to it. 
<laughs> Apparently not. I kind of wish they would. Yeah, like, for all the people who are like, oh, man, I wish you guys would post old podcasts. Jetty, um, I was looking at episode, I was looking at one of the older episodes on I, on uh, our YouTube page. Yeah. One of the videos has over 800 views. Wow, 800 views. I guess my mom's been going back and watching them again and again. Yeah, well, that was just, it was also just the first video in that series. I, I can't vouch for if the other oh. videos had as many views. <laughs> 800 views on the first one, uh, 80 views on the second. <laughs> hey, 80, that's not bad either. Okay, I think that's uh, wrapping up this podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you have something you'd like us to talk about on the next episode of the Game Cola podcast, email your discussion topic to podcast at gamecola.net. Yeah. And make sure it is Phoenix Wright-based, otherwise we will not talk yeah. about it. Please. Please. For the love of God. Paul loves talking about Phoenix Wright. I, I did. And then we did it for, like, 30 straight podcasts. <laughs> I cannot do this anymore. Do you like the court You're going to ruin Phoenix Wright for me. Or the this close. This close. I can't see my fingers, but they're really close. <laughs> Yikes. But I, th- I think this podcast is over. So, you know, goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Actually, that's what we should do. We should ask our listeners to sing a jingle uh, with all of our housekeeping information in it, and then we could play it at the end of each episode. Yes. That would be great. Right? Wait, go back. Put this part in the podcast. Yeah. It's too late. We said goodbye. Yeah, we already said goodbye. I, it's not like I can edit it, Paul.